0: Loudmouth Radio Network, the hottest internet radio network around. We want to thank all of our listeners for tuning in to loudmouthradio.com. Tonight's show, The Universal Mind with Roderick Watkins is set to go on air. We want to thank all of our listeners for tuning in this evening on this Memorial Day holiday. We hope that everyone has had a safe and happy holiday and that everyone has had a great a great time with friends, family, and um, let's prepare for another great show. We want to ask if you're listening to us online that you can connect with us at loudmouthradio.com, of course, as well as tweet and Facebook us at uh, Facebook online, um, facebook.com slash loudmouthonline, and you can also tweet to us at loudmouth, and that's L-O-U-D-D-M-O-U-T-H. Tonight's show will be an awesome show. We want to thank all of our listeners for tuning in, as well as our sponsors, and the show is actually sponsored by Digimo Printing of Stockbridge, Georgia. Let Digimo take you to the next level. You can find them online at digimoprinting.com, as well as our Fletcher & Son Auto 2 Repair of Jonesboro, Georgia, that's offering all our listeners a fantastic opportunity to get their car serviced for the AC check. And this offer is good until May 31st, 2013, which is only a few days away. So we want to definitely encourage you to take your vehicle in and have a check. That does include a leak diagnostic, full charge of your AC system with Freon and hopefully be pulling off with a nice cool car for the summer. You can contact them at 770-471-0116 and if you'd like to know more about them, we encourage you to go to LoudmouthTV.com and pull up their video. And now your host and show for the evening. Good evening everyone and welcome to Loudmouth Radio, the hottest internet Radio Network in the Nation. This broadcast is a live feed via internet on blogtalkradio.com slash radio. Be sure to connect with us on Facebook on Loudmouth Online and like our page. Feel free to post your questions and comments about our Loudmouth Radio shows and follow our upcoming broadcasts. Tonight, the Universal Mind is one of three shows currently broadcasting on Loudmouth Radio, so be sure to check with us each and every Monday night at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time and tune in with Mr. Robert Watkins. This program will be available for download and on demand anytime after 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time each Monday. Tonight, we have Universal Mind with Roderick Watkins, and we are very excited for this show as it's continuing to grow and doing exceptionally well. Our host, Mr. Robert Watkins, has been doing very well with his guests, um, situating his different topics for his audience, and our, our listening lines are growing tremendously. So we're really anxious about uh, our growth as we're going into our, uh, I think we're going into our second month as we're broadcasting live on Loudmouth Radio. So I just want to tell everyone that as a producer, we want to thank you for listening, and tuning in each week as we broadcast Monday, Tuesday, and Thursday nights. Now I want to also share with you that you can go to loudmouth.com, dot hcom and follow us as we start to update and add, give. Avenues and aspects of things that you can talk to us about, and comment about our shows and listen to archive shows as they're featured. And without further ado, your host for the evening, Mr. Roderick Watkins.
1: Hello, and welcome to the Universal Mind. I'm your host, Roderick Watkins, and we're live on the new Loudmouth Radio Network. If you want to tweet us, you can tweet us at Loudmouth Radio, or you can reach us on Facebook at Loudmouth Radio. or loudmouth online, sorry about that, you can also call us at 347-826-752. I'm really excited today. Today our topic is dream jobs and financial freedom, and our special guest is an entrepreneur. Her name is Tanisha Morgan. And as long as I've known this lady, uh, she has been on the hustle doing her things. Let me tell you a little bit about Ms. Morgan here.
2: Uh, Ms. Morgan
1: is at the University of New Mexico. She studied law and business, um, where she then went on and, and worked in the legal field. Uh, in 1994, she just decided that was enough, and she wanted to dwell into her own business, so she uh, opened her own salon uh employees and all uh she later she expanded her business uh where she got involved in legal shield uh her sincere desire is to help and and serve others um if possible uh, by empowering them uh to find their dreams and passion uh she currently resides in in Phoenix uh operating her agency she has successfully uh brought 2,000 employees and businesses and families in with her service. Um, she's also been co-featured on a Good Morning Scottsdale show for uh, uh, for local businesses. And she's a part of, uh, she's also spoken at the MVCC annual conference. So uh, this lady has quite a resume, an extensive resume, and I'm looking forward to talking to her. But before we do, I just wanted to talk about the current American job satisfaction rate, and right now, or at least in 2010, a survey was done, and this is reported uh, by USA Today, and it says that over 45% of Americans are dissatisfied with their work, and that they believe that this trend is increasing. Now, I know a lot of you are asking, well, what the hell does this have to do with (laughs) universal mind? And, and living authentically. But a part of living uh we spend over eight hours a day, some of us even more than that, more than forty hours a week or so at at our jobs. That's a third of your day. That's a third of your day. So that's a lot of time to be unhappy. And with people reporting, you know, high uh job dissatisfaction rates, uh one of the one of the main one of the uh, main reasons that people are reporting that is due to stress the stress that they have on their job they're not satisfied they don't feel that they're getting paid enough, and then they're stressed and we all know what stress can lead to stress can lead to heart disease, asthma, obesity, headaches, depression, anxiety, gastrointestinal problems alzheimer's accelerated rate accelerated aging, and even uh, premature death, as reported by WebMD. So our job satisfaction is essential to us living authentically. A lot of us out there don't feel we're doing what we want. And we don't feel passion in what we do. I've experienced this myself. I started off in IT. Um, I Later I went back to school. I got a master's in uh, in psychology. Uh, For those of you who do know me, um, I've also done some motivational speaking. So my search and my growth and my development are definitely in in direct response to that uh, uh, being unsatisfied at my job, and it's been a big part of my growth and, and, and my development in this journey as I go to align myself with those aspects of my personality that need to be, uh, free or financially uh, financially free, and 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 part of that is finding uh, finding work that I'm passionate about, which is why I'm so thankful. Uh, thank you again, Sonny, for that introduction. In regards, uh, one of the, this show is is just an example of what's being manifested in my life. So I, I'm really appreciative of of this opportunity. But anyway, with no further ado, I'm very excited. Let's bring our guest on, Miss Tanisha Morgan. Are you here with us, Tanisha?
3: I am. How are you?
1: I'm good. I'm good. So it's been a little bit since I've seen you, since I'm left uh, Phoenix, Arizona. How are things?
3: Oh, 101. That's how things are. <laughs> Hot. <laughs> That's
1: how for those things you, are. I forget. For, you, for those of you who don't know uh Ms. Morgan lives in Phoenix, Arizona, so the heat is on out there, I guess.
0: We want to thank our listeners. You're listening in to a live broadcast that we actually had on April 29th with Universal Mind, and I wanted to make sure that we replayed this episode. We have one into the year, and it's about financial empowerment, and we wanted this episode to make an impact. So hopefully this will touch you. If you missed it live, you can actually listen to it again tonight. uh, Thank you for tuning in. Well, I'm
1: not going to lie. I really enjoyed that. I enjoyed the weather out in Phoenix more than uh, better than I do out here, although I love living in Georgia, and I love the A.P. Asians. Don't get me wrong, listeners. I, I'm, I'm mm-hmm. still I'm repping <laughs> Georgia, but we, we definitely have to do something about all this rain out here.
3: <laughs> yeah, can't do it. I'm not good with humidity. I lived in Houston too long, and I was tired of rocking the Afro, so I'm now in Arizona where my hairstyle lasts.
1: Yeah, your hair looks real good in that photo, by the way. I really like the photo that you sent us.
3: Thank you very much. Appreciate it.
1: Okay, I just want to remind our listeners that they're listening to The Universal Mind with Roderick Watkins, and today's topic topic is uh, Dream Jobs and Financial Freedom. Our expert today is Tanisha Morgan. You can call us and join in at 347 826 752 or you can listen to us or, or tweet us at loudmouth L-O-U-D-D-M-O-U-T-H, or you can you can also Facebook us at Loudmouth Online. All right. So Tanisha, you uh as long as I've known you you've been uh financially independent, uh meaning that you haven't um since I met you, I haven't known you to work in corporate. You've always had your own thing going. How did it stop? did how how did it start? Or did you uh, were you ever in corporate America?
2: Well,
3: I guess I was in corporate America and didn't know. Uh, let's see, when I was seventeen in high school, I was a part of a program we called DECA program where you could go to school half a day if you had good grades and you could work. The school would find you a job. So my first placement was in a law firm. At 17 years old, I worked half a day and went to work from one to five at the law firm. So I was introduced to the legal arena very young, and I loved it. I worked for personal injury attorneys working for car accidents and things like that, and it was just neat. I was a legal secretary per se, paralegal without the degree because they taught me so much. I did that for years. But that was, I guess, corporate America. I can't really say because it was two of us in the office. So it was never really a cubicle or office politics. It was me and the other secretary to answer the phones. And we you know, saw clients and the attorneys were there. So that was probably the only corporate America job that I've ever had um, in, as far as working in law firms. So it was pretty much my upbringing. So no okay. – not not traditional corporate america.
1: Okay. So you you've always been you've always had this uh entrepreneurial
4: spirit.
3: Yes, I have. I was I always the child that you could buy things from. You know, my my grandmother used to call me a a business owner at 5, you know, because I was making jewelry my mom would take me to goodwill and i would buy a bag of beads and i would string them on some yarn and i'd walk around the neighborhood and sell necklaces for a dollar or i bought the jolly ranchers and the the candies and you could buy them for me in school or i had the the cool cups the kool-aid in the in the cups and we'd freeze them so my mom's freezer was always like full of my stuff that i would sell and it, it was always in my spirit you know i was raised by my mom, it was just me and her, only child, and, you know, my dad wasn't around. So when she worked hard and if I wanted something, I had to get it because there wasn't any extra money. So she taught me how to create my own income. And it was, you know, being creative. And so I would uh, learn to sew. I'd sew for people or I learned to paint. And I remember painting houses in the summer with the handyman in the neighborhood while all the boys are shooting basketball and the girls are Dump, doing double dutch i'm painting i'm mowing grass you know but that's just what i did you know, it was like i ain't got time for that i need to go make this twenty dollars um, because i didn't have she didn't have the money for me to do stuff and i still wanted the jordash and lee jeans you know all that back then so i had to buy it myself you know i didn't want to go to walmart so i grew up doing those things i guess and I, now that i look back That's why I've been self employed because she's always taught me that you are the the source of your income. If you want to make money, you make the money. You know, don't let anybody tell you what you can make. And it just kinda carried over into Go ahead. I just want
1: you to repeat that again. No, no, we're we're definitely going to continue. But she said you are the source of your income because a lot of people they don't have that belief or that understanding, you know, that you are the source of your income. We believe that most Americans believe that their job is the source of their income.
3: Right, but jobs, as we know today, as you just mentioned, they are—they're just over broke. That stands for. Um, so, if you want a job, then that's pretty much where we fall, and our parents, and our grandparents, and you know, as I've grown and learned a lot from people who have more than me, they said, "Look at, look at your family, and if there's people in your family that have done well, then follow them." But most of us, when we are older, we can't help our grandparents or our parents, and they don't have much to give us because they've done exactly what they keep teaching us to do, and I didn't want to end up like um you know my mom and my grandma were just getting what people gave me, so she mm-hmm. taught me early on, go get it, you want it, you go get it, and the sacrifices i mean in summertime, I didn't play a lot with the kids in summer, I worked. But I had money, and I got bought my own car, you know, in high school. I bought my own car. My mom didn't do it. I remember the the whole, the day was so funny. I went to the dealership and came back with a car. And she was like, what What do you mean? I was 17. I, I bought a car. She's like, what do you mean you bought a car? Oh, and by the way, Mom, I, I used your car as a trade-in. <laughs> She's
4: like, what?
3: Yeah, I told him I had a car at home and it was yours. And, you know, so she was like, you got to be, I probably got a whooping. I don't remember. But, you know, it was just, that's what she taught me. You just go do you. You make it happen. And, therefore, you can't be upset when it doesn't happen because I can only blame myself. Um, And we get really upset when we lose a job or we're, you know, downsized or whatever. We're really upset about the situation because somebody else had Our life in their hand, and it wasn't as important to them as it was to us, and they dropped it, and they Mm -hmm. go to the next person. But yet we're still like, well, wait, I got bills to pay, I got kids to feed, I got this. What do you mean I don't have a paycheck? So I never wanted to really feel that. Mm -hmm. So I thought I can, if I'm if I'm mad at myself, I'm mad at myself, and I can't blame anybody but myself for not working hard to get it. I don't want to be mad at somebody else because then I gave them all my power.
1: Wow. So a lot of people think that, you know, just because you work in corporate America, that's a consistent paycheck and that, you know, if you're self-employed, you're not always guaranteed a paycheck. How do you feel about that?
3: Absolutely. there's That is 100% the truth. Um, however, I have always made more than the paycheck would have given me um, just mm. because of my inner drive to mm-hmm. do more. I mean there there are days even now, you know, in my business and when you're a business owner you know there's good days and bad days, good months, bad months, and you may work really hard. Real estate agents know it. They'll sell houses, you know, they make great sales, make you know, ten, twenty thousand dollars this month, next month make nothing. So we get it. We understand that you work hard, you get paid, but you also have to budget and plan and all that. And so for me it was I don't understand personally how someone can accept a paycheck because it's secure, quote unquote, knowing when I get paid two weeks from now, I'm gonna have ten dollars less.
4: Mm. Because
3: you already know you're going to be broke in two weeks. I, I don't. I don't get that. I can't. I can't fathom that.
1: Wow. So work, say that you, again. You, you're you, saying that people aren't really budgeting. You know, they're they're working paycheck to paycheck, and they know they're going to be broke. And, well, yeah, and you're saying, I, yeah,
3: yeah. The concept to me is crazy that. You know that when your paycheck comes, it's already spent, and you're going to have mm-hmm. fifty bucks left over. You know that, but you go to work every day knowing I'm working two weeks to have fifty dollars. Um, what's the difference? I go to work every day. I don't know how much money I'm going to make, but at the end of two weeks, I make five thousand, or I might make a thousand. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. the freedom of time that I have and the the stress that I don't experience because I already know. How much money I'm not going to have, I can't do that. I can't do that. I just, I don't get it. So it's just a mindset. It really is. And being in business for myself for so long, I've just been taught differently by those who have been in business for themselves. It's where I'm not, I don't have an employee mindset where I, I go to work, I get paid, I know my bills are paid, and I budget what's left. Wealthy people don't think like that. I mean, most Americans do. They spend what's left. Wealthy people don't. They save first. They invest in mm. themselves first, and then they spend what's left. They Ooh, pay themselves they first.
1: first. They invest in themselves first,
3: Always not paying pay out to better. everybody else. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Bills will be there. You know, all that stuff will be there. Material things will be there. But, you know, most Americans don't. You know, when they get a bonus, oh, I'm going to go buy these realms, or I'm going to buy this, I'm going to buy that, instead of, you know, let me save for when I lose my job, I got rent paid. You know, they don't think that way because <laughs> Right. <laughs> we're taught that that's just what you do But again, I looked at my my mom And I looked at my grandma And I looked at the people in my family And how they kept doing that And they were still Nobody in my family was financially wealthy um, Everyone was stressed Everyone was sick Everyone had, you know, diabetes And heart problems And high blood pressure And divorces And children were crazy I mean, everybody had issues And nobody mm. worked for themselves Nobody and I was the only grandchild. Okay. I Hold studying. that thought right
1: there, Tanisha. Hold that thought right there. You, you've given us a lot. And you have, let me tell you, you have the lines buzzing. My, my producer is like, y'all got questions. Y'all got questions. So we have some other people <laughs> on the line. So let's, okay. let's get to these questions. I, I think this, we're, we're going to go, uh, <laughs> we're going to be pretty busy tonight. So who's our first caller? Caller, are you on? Hello, caller. Are you there? Okay. I guess my uh, producer will let me know when they're ready to speak. So you said mentor. Are you still with me, Tanisha? I am. Okay. So you said mentors. Um, Who were some of your mentors, uh, if not since your parents and your grandparents weren't able to provide that example? Where did you see that example Oh, hold on one wow. second, Tanisha. If okay. you are, uh, uh, to my listeners and those who are calling in, if you want to ask a question to Ms. Tanisha Morgan, uh, go ahead and press 1. Again, that call-in number for the Universal Mind is 347-826-7520. And if you want to uh, call in and ask Ms. Morgan or myself some questions, please just press 1. All right. Um, so, yeah, so who were some of your mentors, Tanisha?
3: Well, it's interesting now that I'm older, I didn't realize that I had mentors growing up until now. When you realize what a mentor is, um, mm-hmm. I would say first and foremost working for the law firm at 17, 18 years old, you know, those are my first business mentors. Um, the two attorneys I worked for, of course, were in their own firm. They were next door to an accountant, financial planner that I later worked for that helped me. Um, with finances and taxes, Um, they were just surrounded by, you know, men that had degrees and their friends, and and I used to hang around them. They'd have luncheons, and I would just pick their brains. And so I learned a lot about business and law and, you know, just being prepared. I had a will at 18. I didn't have anything, but I had a will. You know, so I was around them. Yeah, I didn't know why I needed one, but they said you just need one. So, okay, I got it because you told me I needed it. You're a lawyer, I'm not. So I, I realized that they were mentoring me along as far as, you know, things I should know being prepared in life. When I was 23, I started my own business. Um, I went to the University of Mexico. got my law to, you know, I didn't get my law degree. I, I was going to law school, and I realized this wasn't what I wanted to do, and I dropped out, and I decided to start my own business because I didn't want to work for anybody. So in my own salon that I had, my mentors became my clients. I didn't know it until later. That every woman that sat in my chair mentored me about something, some good, some bad. Some I realized, nope, don't want to do that, never going down that road. Yep, nope, not gonna do that. You know, some of them mentored me in things to not do, but some of them gave me so much insight on my my life as a woman because I think most of us are, uh, we may have a couple of friends that we consider friends as adults, you know, maybe four or five that you consider, if that, you know, true friends, but most of us don't have mentors. And if you do have mentors, it's not until you get older that you realize you need one, that you have one. And it may be one, two, three, four, five, you know, maybe a few mentors. But when you have hundreds of people that mentor you, it really shapes you. And I didn't realize it until a few years ago that those women, they shaped me into who I am because I learned from 16-year-olds and 42-year-olds, and women who were single, women who were single moms, uh, men clients. I learned a lot from them, how they are in relationships with their women, how they should and shouldn't be, from women that had been married for 52 years. I mean, they mentored me through life, and I realize now I owe everything that I am as a woman to my entire clientele.
1: Wow. So let me just me stop so you much. right there. Yeah, let me just stop you right there. That's that's brilliant what you just said, because we, we talk about that a lot on this show we talk about how we're influenced by those people around us. And you said each one of your clients contributed to your own, not just your financial growth, but your, your growth as an individual and a person?
3: Absolutely. Absolutely. They they probably didn't know it, and I didn't know it at the time either. Um, when you're in it, you don't really see it. But mm. like I said, as I, as I was older and realized the choices I had made and why I had made those choices, it was a lot to do with what i learned and heard from them, uh, just a lot, you know. And when you hear the same thing said from different people, then you might want to believe it. And these people are right. not related. You know, they weren't related. They didn't know each other, different backgrounds, different upbringings. But when you have so many people saying something to you that is the same, then, yeah, you, you might want to go, you, you need know, to there's listen. to this. You yeah. need to listen. Correct. I oh, um. Please,
1: I, I want my audience to just take a moment to absorb what she's saying because I, I had to learn that myself. When you have so many people telling you the same thing over and over and over mm-hmm. again, you might want to just sit down and listen to what they <laughs> have to say. That, that, that's how the universe speaks to us, right?
3: Exactly. You know, exactly. And, and
1: And sometimes we're looking for answers, and they're right there. They're right in front of our face. But we're just so stuck on how we want things to be instead of just looking at the reality of how things are.
3: Absolutely. Yeah,
1: you know, so I, that totally, that's totally, brilliant. Totally agree. I mean I love I love that you stated that. So yes, audience out there, listen to those people around you and, and, and learn how to take learn how to take criticism or critique. You know, uh one mm-hmm. of the things when I was um when I was doing uh motivational speaking for uh Fred Pryor y uh, you know, they would tell us in regards to you always listen to what people have to say. And what you take from it is some people will try to trigger you with negative things because of their own issues. But it still doesn't mean that they aren't offering you something of value, meaning that you have to Absolutely. sort of sift through and know Absolutely. those things that apply to you.
3: So, Absolutely. you know Absolutely, I've just learned so much from uh, people in general. That that was prior to me being a legal shield. That was just my own business. But since I've uh, been a part of this company, it 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 is just catapulted, I guess, to a whole nother level. Yeah, because you know, you're you're
1: and, speaking yeah. around the country now, right?
3: Yeah, I, yeah. Actually, sometimes when I'm asked, so I had the privilege of being a part of the National Black Chamber of Commerce uh, conference that they had. In Houston a few years ago, and they asked us to come and speak to the business owners about our company and our services and things like that and you know you i i am a part of a network marketing company. you could say you know quote unquote legal shield but not really because we actually provide a service for individuals so so i I actually do this as an employee benefit, and I speak to business owners all the time about something to help their business and because I have owned a business. I ran the salon that I was a part of for, I don't know, 16, 17 years, you know, just being a business owner. I could speak to them about the issues that I had as a business owner that we don't seek help for until the problem happens instead of being proactive. So now we're trying to be proactive, which is what the attorneys taught me years ago when I had a will at 18. Be proactive. Be -hmm. prepared. You know, don't wait. And so many of us wait, and it's only just because of what we're taught, you right. go to work, you wait for your check. You pay your bills, you wait for the, you know, you wait to be happy. Everything else you wait for. You know, you Ooh, take care of your priorities. You
1: you, t- you know I got to slow you down cuz you, you 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 go over those <laughs> you go over those gold nuggets real quick that you that you serve into the community there. You said people put their happiness on hold. They wait to be happy.
3: Absolutely. Most people, shall I say of course is am gener- you can't say everyone, but most people. Uh-huh.
1: Can wait, you, we, don't have, we don't have to wait for our happiness. We don't have. We can have heaven on earth now.
3: Yeah, well, why? I mean, heaven and heaven in heaven is heaven. Why you mm. gonna experience that when when you get there? What's wrong with the earth that you on? I don't mm. think we were created to be you know unhappy. And it, what's interesting to me is when I was in law school and I was working for the attorneys. At time, And one of the attorneys I worked for was putting me through law school, and I decided that I didn't want to do that anymore, and he couldn't understand it, of course, because he was an attorney, and he thought that that was crazy, why would you, you know, I'm paying for to school, why would you go? I said, because you're unhappy. Every day I come to work, you're unhappy. You're stressed, you smoke a pack of cigarettes a day, you drink three, four Hmm. cups of coffee, you know, you're rubbing your head, you got all these problems, and he actually had a heart attack and died maybe five years after this happened. But he was unhappy. His marriage had been, you know, his divorced. he barely saw his kid, he mis- you know, his ch- child didn't have a good relationship. Just looking at all this at 22 years old thinking, mm-mm, not that, <laughs> not that attorneys go through that. Not that they go yeah. through that, I'm not saying that. But what I'm saying was what I saw I did not like. And I right. thought if that's what what I'm going to be a part of, then I don't want to. And I and I said I want to do something that I'm happy doing. I, I want a stressless job. I don't want to be stressed. Mm. I want to do something that I laugh every day, that I enjoy life, I laugh, that I, you know, make money and I have time freedom. If I can do those two things, that would be great, but I want to do something that I that I enjoy. Every day I want to be happy every day. And I decide to open a salon. Why? Because every day I would make a woman smile. Every mm. day. She could have a bad day but she'd come in and get her nails done and leave and she was smiling because we laughed about something we forgot about the tears or forgot about whatever happened. And in that hour, that hour it was my time to shine, to make her feel like she was happy and in turn made me happy. So I have friends from 20 years now when I started the the business that I'm still friends with because of the relationships we built through the salon but I wanted to do something that I was happy and that was the biggest blessing I could have done was jumping out there and starting my own business working for myself. Was it stressful? Yes. You know, were there days I didn't have income? Yes. Um, but I wouldn't trade it for the world because I, I had time, I had freedom, and I had income. And most people wow. never, ever reach all three of those at the same time. Wow. You no, might have time, I, 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 a lot of time, but no money, 'cause you're broke. You know, right. you might have money, but you have no freedom. You never see your family. You know, you rich. You work at 70 hours a week, making two hundred thousand a year, but you broke three hundred thousand a year. You never see your kids, and you don't have a relationship with your spouse. You know, so it was. I wanted all three, and for me, freedom was happiness. Right. Freedom, you know, not being stressed and not having to take high blood pressure medicine at 40. Wow. Or, you know, and, and, just, and, just different things. And you're like looking that.
1: good for 40. You do you do a 40 well. So I think well, that 40, a lot of people. Oh, 42.
3: Need to... I'll say 42. Thank you. I'm very proud of that. 42, but yes. Hey, 42, <laughs> correct me. I'm actually 32. I'm
4: 3210.
3: That's my new age. I'm 3210. Uh, we've been celebrating you 32. You are definitely 10 years.
1: provided a good model for what 3210 looks like. So I'm. Well, and I'm. Happy to call you a friend. You have definitely inspired Thank me. Thank you very much. Um to go out there and just go after my dreams and you know, I had I had a rough start at it and I'm out there again trying it again, but I think that you know, there's really a few things in life that we get right on the first time. You have to keep pushing at it. You have to keep going for it.
3: Well, I don't know any um successful people that get it right the first time and they say hmm. the only time that you'll see success uh before work is in a dictionary. The only time you'll see that word, otherwise there's always <laughs> work. The only time you'll see success before work is in the dictionary. It's the only time you'll see it. You have to work, and there's if you ask Donald Trump, he'll tell you there's no way it happened the first time. And I think uh, most people are they're delusional when they think I'm trying this over and over and over again, and it's not working, so it's a it's a failure. No, hmm. it's not a failure. It's not, and there's no way that you're going to succeed in anything unless you do it over and over and over again. We teach our our kids, you need to go to school every day. Every day you need to go to school. That's just what you do from age five. You're going to go to school every day until you graduate the 12th grade. Every day. But yet we won't do something every day. Mm -hmm. Why does it stop when you graduate? Why does it stop at, at grade 12 or grade 16? Why does it stop then? Once we get out into the real world and we're supposed to still do those same things that we were taught, do something every day until you're great at it, we don't do that in the real world. We don't do We give up because somebody says that's not going to work or that's stupid or why are you doing that or why are you wasting your time? Or, you know, you, you listen to all this negative, the dream stillers is what I call them. You listen to the dream stillers, steal your dreams when they don't even want your dreams.
4: Wow. They just don't want you to have your dreams.
3: They just don't want you to have them. Cause then you show them up for the dreams they never had, you know. So I just got away from all of that. I chose the family that I wanted to be a part of, and it was positive people. I tell people if you can't change the things around you, you need to change the things around you, and that goes right. with people.
1: Hey, hold on hey. one second. We got a we got a comment coming in uh, across our Twitter, and uh, it's from Candace Miller. Candace, thank you for listening to Universal Mind. And Candace says, Absolutely. The universe always speaks to you through almost anything. Trees, wind, dogs, as well as children. Heaven is here on earth as well as, as your hell. It's what you choose. You choose to be uh you choose to be free inside and you must first believe. And then she also says she'll be using uh, your statement, Tanisha, uh thirty thirty two ten. She could have it. She could have it. <laughs> so I just want to. I, I mean, you are really just blessing us with some wisdom today. Dream stealers or dream killers—that that's a both. great term. Both. Mm-hmm. And, and they don't even want what you have. They just—they just want to spout negativity.
3: Or they just don't want you to have what you what it is that you have, and I think for most of us, our friends and our family are who we consider, you know, they're close, they're supposed to be in our corner. So usually when you have a problem, you'll talk to your friends and your family and you'll listen to their advice because you know they love you. And you expect that they would give you good advice because they love you. And I think a lot of times they stop us from doing things that we really want to do or pursuing our dreams because they love us and they don't want us to fall. They don't want us to fail because then we're hurt. So they don't want us to hurt. So they feel, let me block that, because that's stupid, because so I don't do want you to hurt. How do we deal with
1: dream killers or dream stillers? How do we deal with those people?
3: Uh, for myself, I just always have been a positive person, and you know that. It's just You know, it's very rare that anybody will see me unhappy, even when I'm going through stuff. It's just nobody else's business. It's still you can make somebody else's day by just smiling. So for me, the dream stillers, I just never really listened to them, because I always thought to myself, if they don't have what i have, why am i listening to them? if they're not doing what i'm doing, it doesn't it's a waste of it's a waste of energy um to even consider what they say. now if it's somebody that has what i have, they're not going to steal my dreams because right. they pursue their dreams to get what they got and they're going to share with me how to do it. so the dream steals are really easy to get away from mm-hmm. because i never had what i wanted.
1: What if, what, if, what if we're the dream stillers? Like one of the biggest things I talk about, or, or I have issues with. and I talk about this a lot on the show. Is my own negative affirmations that I have. You know, sometimes I stop myself from doing things out of fear or whatever. Do, do, do you experience that, or do you have issues with that?
3: Of course, of course. Every every day I'm afraid of something, but I, I don't think that fear is bad. I
2: okay.
3: I don't I don't think it's bad at all. I had I have a fear of heights. I don't like heights, so what did I do? I went on a cruise because I'm scared of water and I'm scared of heights. So I said I'm going on a cruise, and my mom's like, "But you're scared of water. I know." So I'm going because I'll always be afraid of it. And you know what? People go on cruises and they don't die. Well, some do, but you know what I mean. <laughs> they go on cruises and they live. You know, they they come back. You know, there's lifeboats. So I said, if they can do it, why can't I? So right. I went. and you've win. been
1: on airplanes, we you know, because you travel quite frequently.
3: Oh, well, and I jumped out of an airplane. Matter of fact, I jumped out of an airplane with a good friend of mine. I was like, let's go skydiving. And I was like, man, I ain't going. Okay. He was like, let's go. Let's go before I change my mind. So I told my mom, I said, Mom, okay, I'm going skydiving. You know, because she's like power of attorney over everything. I'm like, okay, I'm going skydiving. So you know where everything is if I die. And she was like, okay. I said, and one of our friends, I think, may back out and not go. So we needed a fourth person. So I'm going to try to find a fourth person. And my mom said, I'll go. And I think she was 62 at the time. I said, you go? She was like, yeah. I said, for real? So me and my mom and my good friend went, and we jumped out the airplane together. And me and my friend went first because two can go. And then the second trip, she went by herself. We didn't want to go together in case the plane crashed, and then we both did. So we wanted to make sure that one went. <laughs> so she she went second so I could watch her. And both of us were like, it was the most like, the feeling was awesome. It was amazing. And it was a fear I have of heights, like, oh, my God. But I thought the guy that did it had jumped 6,000 times. Wow. And he, uh, you jumped tandem with him. So I said, well, if you've done this 6,000 times, again, somebody that mentored me, you've done this. You've been there. You know exactly what I need to do and what not to do. All I have to do is trust that you will get me to the other side because you've done it. Right. And we did it, and we made it. So my fear was, okay, I'm scared of heights, I'm scared of heights, but I'm always going to be scared of heights. Why am I scared of heights? Heights hasn't done anything to me. You know what? Let me conquer this fear. If I conquer this fear, I can conquer something else. I can conquer somebody that says, Nisha, that sounds stupid. Why would you do that? You know, why Why would you want to work for yourself and, and not know how much money you're going to make? You know, how you pay your bills. You should go get a real job. I heard all that. You should go back to school. Why you don't have a degree? Well, I know mm-hmm. a lot of people with degrees now that work at Starbucks. Um, and I didn't have right. a degree. I went to college for two or years not and dropped working. out, or not working. I dropped out of college because I didn't want a job. I wanted to do something for myself. And I mm-hmm. had a successful business for over 15 years, which some people don't have jobs for 15 years. But I always have the ability to make income. You can oh, never can take that away I, from me.
1: So you, so you say you don't have a job. What do you have? You, you, you say, I guess you would say you would have a career then.
3: Well, yeah, and I or work for myself I mean, I make my own income And that's the best way to describe it Because with me be, having the ability to create income Which means I, I look within myself And I, I can create any again. income
2: I wow. can create any
3: income that I want Because I can do anything that I want Because somebody's going to teach me And that's wow. my mindset Is it, it, it doesn't matter what I'm doing Nails, I went to school to learn nails They taught me That's why I made money uh, when I went to school, you know, I went to work for the law firm. They taught me how to be a legal secretary. Now I work for Legal Shield. They taught me how to, you know, market the services and protect families and go to companies and talk to employees. They taught me that. So the next thing I may do, I might want to be a motivational speaker. How do I do it? Somebody's going to teach me that. I can be taught. You're already a
1: motivational speaker, though.
3: Well, but I'm not getting paid like they getting paid. So somebody need to teach me how to get paid like they get getting paid. You know, I listen to Les Brown on Mondays, and he's on right now at 5 o'clock. I listen to him, so I gave up my listening to Les Brown every Monday to be on the call with you. But Les Brown's amazing, and I love his spirit, yeah, he and he's is. so real, you know, and I think that that's probably why people connect with me because I am real. I'm not, I'm not going to sugarcoat anything because I don't have to. This is life. You get one shot, and I can lie to you, and you can end up hating me at your 82, saying, Why did I listen to her? Or I can say, Look, this is how it is, and this is how it's going to be. Bump your head, or get on the bandwagon, and let's get this thing done right. And I just have been taught to make money, so I can do whatever you teach me. So I don't need to look for a job. For somebody to tell me what I'm worth Unless I want to And I may want to do that Because it may be something I want to do You know, I might want to own a restaurant Well, that's a job Because I'm going to be working
1: So nobody tells you what's your worth You define your worth for
4: yourself
3: Exactly I I can define my worth or, and I, because I can do so many things, because I create the income. Um, it's just like Bill, you know, Bill Gates and Donald Trump. Donald Trump, filed, he filed bankruptcy for I don't even know billions of dollars. I mean, this man made all this money, lost it all, and came back and made it all back in like record time. Why? Because he creates the money. Wow. He creates the money. Mm-hmm. It's not us. and So many of us chase the money because somebody else is giving it to us. No, I don't chase the Chasing money. Chasing the money
1: versus creating the money. Create, create the money. It's,
3: you know what? Create. Let me tell you, I heard this a long time ago. You're going to love this.
1: Mm-hmm. I heard
3: making money is just like baking cookies. All you need is a recipe. Ah. Say it one All more is recipe.
1: Mm-hmm. Yep.
3: Making money is like baking cookies. All you need is a recipe. You can follow and the recipe. mean,
1: something... oh, go ahead. Yeah, you
3: money.
1: <laughs> and that's coming from Miss Tanisha Morgan, and you're listening to The Universal Mind with Roderick Watkins as we discuss dream jobs and financial freedom. You can join us at radio uh uh blogtalkradio.com, loudmouth radio, or on Facebook at loudmouth online, or on Twitter at loudmouth, and that's L-O-U-D-D-M-O-U-T-H. Also For our listeners, if you want to call in, you can call in and listen to us at 347-826-752 and press 1 if you want to ask a question or leave a comment for us. So uh, I'm just listening to the things. I'm getting so many affirmations uh, from what you're saying today that, that I'm just going to write down. I do this thing now where... Um, I'm taking the affirmations that I love from this show, and I'm I'm putting them on my mirror in my bathroom so I so I can see it in the morning and and that that is definitely going to be one that I that I create the money, and uh, that all I need is a recipe to create the money. So absolutely. Mentoring. Uh, so role models are essential for this. Would, would you agree? Um, I
3: absolutely! I don't think that I know I couldn't have done any of this without someone teaching me. Right, you didn't yeah, have I to just, reinvent I'm not that smart. Right, I'm not that, I'm not that stupid to think I'm that smart, shall I say? Mm. I don't, I don't. Um, my ego is not that big, and some people have that problem. And once they move it out of the way, then they can move past it so much further than they ever would believe, because it does. It's not me. It, I, I, my success is not me. It's just because of me getting out of the way and learning from so many people that I'm able to be successful because I said, you know what, they have what I want, and they've done it like this, so let me back up and follow because it's okay to follow because whenever you're following somebody, there's always somebody behind you that you're leading. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I just follow people and listen to them, and I have a lot of growing to do. I mean, I have a lot. A lot that I want to accomplish, you know, and I just need to get around different people. I guess they say the you are the average of your five friends' income, and I, and that was true because all of my friends we all were around the same boat as far as income. And now the friends that I'm trying to hang out with, they looking at me like you need to get your weight up, girl, because you're bringing our, our average down. You you, <laughs> need to, you you ain't you ain't quite here yet. But I'm like, but hold on, I'm coming. So y'all need I'm the little sister. You gotta you gotta give me a shot. You gotta let me hang around you for a little bit till I can get it. Because I, I know that they have what I want, and it just—it's not just about the money. I mean, I have great relationships with with people now that make incredible amounts of money. And I mean, it, I can't even fathom what they make to tell you, but I know that they—you would never know—they're yeah, real, and, and, and they're down to earth. You know, the they're audience.
1: us. Audience. Tanisha and those who are, who know Tanisha, they know Tanisha's being very humble because this sister makes her coins for sure. We are talking about beautiful homes at the at the foothills of mountains and everything like that. I've seen Tanisha just grow and and develop in ways uh, that that I just say inspire me. And actually, we have a caller right now. My uh, we have a caller. Caller, are you on the line?
4: Yes, can you hear me?
1: Yes, welcome to Universal Mind. Who's calling?
4: This is Kyle Williams out of Hawthorne, California. Hi, Kyle. How hey. are you? I'm <laughs> oh, doing good, doing good. I know uh, the speaker very, very well. That's why she's laughing. And um, she told me to get on this call, and I did not know this show existed, so kudos uh, to you, Job Thank you. Very well done, and Tanisha is killing this call. But I do want to say, as a, as a listener, uh, because I am an employee. And it was the one day that Tanisha sat down with me and basically changed my financial life. Mm. Um, we both are in the same business, but I, I worked for a company for the last 20 years. And she sat down with me and she said, look, if you want me to change your financial picture, you're going to have to let me, let me dig in your business. And I knew she was a smart individual from Chicago very business-minded, very sharp, and a practical individual, one of the most practical individuals you will ever meet. And she said, if you don't know what your financial picture looks like, you won't know where you're going. You won't know where you're Mm. coming or going. Mm. So I'm one of those individuals, I like multiple paychecks. I like the paychecks from my job, I like the paychecks from my business, and I like paychecks coming from different places. So I understand where she's coming from from a business standpoint, but I like multiple incomes. She sat me down and she showed me what my finances look like. And I said, wow, I never did this before. Now Mm. I know what it looks like. Now I know what I need to do every month. And I'm one of those individuals. She taught me to not just budget to pay and live, but to budget to pay to to live forward towards tomorrow. Not for now. Thank thank you for that,
1: Kyle. Thank you for that. We'll try to run it short on time, but I appreciate you calling in.
3: Thank you, Kyle. (laughs) Yes, please
1: continue to listen. Please continue to listen, Kyle. Uh, We have another caller. Caller, are you there? Hello, caller, you're on the line.
2: Hi, can you hear me?
1: Yes, I can. Who's calling?
2: Hi, this is Sonia Ramirez. I know the speaker very well. And uh, I we've been you. doing business for quite some time. Well, hello. And definitely I just wanted definitely... to... <laughs> Thank you. I just definitely want to um, applaud her for everything that she has done for me as well as my family because she's definitely set the standard pretty high. And if you're working close to Mrs. Morgan... You definitely have to keep up with her. She has an incredible <laughs> heart. She's very, very <laughs> motivated and driven. And me, I have a background. I worked with attorneys for eight years. And when I saw Miss Morgan doing the presentation, I was just, like, amazed. I was, you know, she's someone that you definitely do admire, admire. and she's just an inspirational to, you know, so many of us. And I just wanted to call in and uh, let her know how much that I appreciate her and all the time that she has invested in me. And uh, we're definitely going to be walking that stage together. When we, I'm going to get you there to where you're walking that stage as a millionaire. And, uh,
3: you know, Yay. we're going to be... Thank you.
2: Definitely. You're you're so welcome. And I'm thankful that, you know, you have been here for me every step of the way. And, you know, I've been self-employed since 2006 since you know, because of Ms. Morgan. So... I definitely right.
1: owe her a lot. Well, thank you for calling thank in, Sonya, and I appreciate it. Continue to listen. Thanks again, Kyle, for calling in. And I uh, want to give another shout-out to uh, Miss Candace Miller. Uh, she's listening in. I really appreciate it. She has a comment in regards to, uh, she says, it's just mental conditioning, uh, that the mental conditioning of that Willie Lynch syndrome, especially within the black community what is uh, what is a real job and you know i want to comment that cuz Kyle brought that up as well you know our mindset especially as black people we don't like to discuss our finances
3: mm-hmm. do you
1: find that true
3: absolutely not I, I wouldn't even say black people people but yeah more more mm-hmm. so our people right
1: and why is that you think
3: uh, you know i don't i don't know i I have no idea. I know growing up we never talked about money or it's just I think it's maybe taboo that they talk about those things, but that how else will you learn? And if you don't learn from the people that care about you, you're going to learn from people who don't care about you, and that's the media. They don't keep mm-hmm. us in debt. Um, you know, they'll, they'll just keep pushing things that we don't need, but we think we need it because the limelight's shining on it. Um, it, I read a, I've read so many books, but I can't remember if it's the Millionaire Mind or the Millionaire Next Door. It's, it's one of those books that I read, and I remember it talking about the, they did a study on all these millionaires and how many similarities they had. And these people didn't know each other at all. They just, they did a study on seeing how many years they were married, how many kids they had, what kind of cars they drove, you know, how much, you know, how much they spent on their 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 clothes or their their vehicle just it was an amazing study and it was so close in numbers and these people did not know each other and it was clearly a mindset that mm. somebody taught them how many were self-made millionaires versus how many made their their own millions but it just showed like the stability you know that they lived in their homes for at least 10 years you know they were married for at least 15 years you know that i mean just it was a. I read it and I was surprised because, like I said, making money is like making cookies. There is a recipe, right? But we don't know it because they hide it in books, and most of us don't read books.
1: Wow! And it would you rethink. agree that? Would you agree they're not going to? Um. Uh. You're probably not going to make a million bucks working for corporate or, or working in
3: corporate uh account. you 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 might after what 50 years or something or oh, right you have you're, you're 20, you case. have to work 20 yeah you have to work 20 years making $50,000 a year in order to make a million dollars but yet after taxes it's still not a million dollars so you really have to work 40 probably mm. and then you retire on 40% less than what you used to make when you couldn't live the first time so uh. yeah you have to create your own um, your own euphoria. You have to create that on the side, and there's nothing wrong with a job, I and mean, we all need them in order to create social skills and learning how to, you know, manage your household. And you know, if you if you can't manage a budget knowing how much you're going to make, you for sure can't manage a budget not knowing what you're going to make. Which is why statistically, I think it's most professional NBA players are broke six years after they stop playing ball. Or something like that. It's ridiculous. You're talking millions that these young kids make, but nobody ever taught them. They get into the league, and their mentors are all the other leaguers. So they got to have the women, the cars, and you know they got to have all that because that looks like what I'm supposed to have. Mm -hmm. And none of them have, you know, things that they you know not none of them, but most of them don't have the things that they should have because they don't have the right mentors. So yeah, I, I do. Mentors are so important,
1: right? And, and, and you're you're working on a project yourself. You you have a couple of things. I mean, I know you have another business called All Things Considered, and then you have another project, a new project that you're working on as well, right?
3: I do my. Um, I've been working. I'm almost finished with my first book. And I'm trying to have it done in the next couple couple of weeks, to a month or so. But uh, my my book, I couldn't. I didn't want to write a a book about me because nobody really knows me. So I didn't think they would buy it. I mean Tyler Perry's not gonna knock on my door to buy the rights to Please. it. To <laughs> okay, I
1: have to stop you right it, there. because you know what? what? He's in Atlanta. So I'm gonna need helpful.
3: you I'm gonna look I'm gonna need you to go drive past his house <laughs> and his studio. Uh, but I, I really was thinking like yes. what can I write about? What can I write about?
1: You're and one it, of the interesting people I know. You can definitely <laughs> write about your life.
3: Don't well, play that. And, and 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 I decided to do it in a twist. So my book is actually going to be uh, I, I'm going to title it Memoirs of a Nail Tech mm. because there's so many memories I have being in the salon and there's so many stories I've heard and just, I mean, I, I could fill a book. And so I decided, you know what, I'm going to give all the, the nuggets that I receive or try to remember them to people so they can see what I've what I've lived through for the past 15 mm-hmm. years and why I think the way that I think and why do I I do things the way I do is because of the women and the men that I've spent time with my clients so I'm in the middle of doing that book and it's it's kind of like a hey in your Facebook I mean it's funny if you if you know how I talk that's how the book is written yeah, so it's real quite, it's, it's real <laughs> yeah, it's real Um, It might be a curse word or two in there, just one or two. But uh, for the most part, it's just really some stories on different perspectives of things. Mm
2: -hmm. And
3: I hope that it helps somebody in a situation that maybe what that client told me or helped me get through could help somebody else. And it's just kudos to all the people that have poured into me and didn't know they were doing that. So
1: So So how important would you say job satisfaction is to just living in life, your spirit?
3: I just think whatever you do should be happy. I mean, my my voicemail says, if it's not fun, don't do it. Mm -hmm. And people laugh when they call my voicemail, and they're like, oh, that's cute. No, that's real. If it's not fun, don't do it. You have one life, and when you're done with it, who do you call and complain about? Nobody but yourself. I mean, it's all the choices that we make in our life. And for people to complain and complain and complain and complain and complain about their job or their relationship or anything like that, well, why well, stay? There's other choices out here. Um right. Not you know. There's other things you can do. But again, if you're depending on the money, then you're gonna stay. I don't depend on the money. I depend on me. I create wow. the money.
1: You hear that, everybody? Don't depend on the money. You create the money. Tanisha, I want you uh, if you could take a second and just let people know how they can contact you or get in contact with you. You have a Facebook um, page, Twitter. How, I do. How, how, I don't know that people?
3: you can. I don't know that you can find me on Facebook, but it's it's my name, Tanisha Morgan. T-A-N as a Nancy. I-S-H-A Morgan. Just the way it sounds on Facebook. Um, I don't I don't know anything about Twitter. Uh, on tweet. Uh, I don't know nothing about that. I mean, I'm I used to be a mail tech, so I'm face to face. So you can oh, email see, there me.
1: There you go. You you played that card again.
3: I'm sorry. I'm face to face. I just that's just how I have, you know, built my I've built relationships face to face. I mean right. the technology today, texting and a Facebook I mean it's good, but I'm still I pick up the phone and I call you. You know, that's just what that's how I built my business and my relationships was dealing with people. I don't want to deal with the computer. So right. um you can find me on Facebook, but I mean you can email me. Uh, my email address is um my name the diva tanisha at gmail. And I'm just, I made it up. Don't think I'm cocky. I just made it up. It was cute. And um, that's it. You know, you can email me. But, I mean, you can listen to this call. You can call Rod. You can find me. I'm going to come to Atlanta. I'm going to visit. But I'm just, I I just try to enjoy life. And I, I just hope everybody takes away from this. But just do what makes you happy. And if it's not a job that you are at currently, but it's another one you're seeking, get it. I'm not saying don't get a job. I'm saying do what makes you happy. Do what you can give back to your children Happiness, not tiredness. I hate life. I hate my spouse. And then you bring take that out on your children. Give them what they deserve. And they deserve you. They deserve you to be happy. Wow.
4: They deserve you to be you, healthy.
3: Absolutely. Thank, you, for that. I Thank you so much that. for having me. Yeah.
1: We will have you on again, especially uh, when you drop that book. We'll have you on again. Yay.
3: Thank you. All I right. Think I'll put that, well, that picture on the cover since you like it.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Looking forward to it. All right, everybody, and I just want to thank you, uh, thank my audience for listening, and my callers. Sorry, I really didn't mean to rush anybody off. I hope you're still listening, um, but please, we appreciate you calling and listening to the show and calling in. Candace, I just want to thank you so much for your support. She's been tweeting us all night. Um, letting. Uh, she has a, a message for you. She says... Uh, to the sister, blessings, peace and love to her on her journey. Real talk, you are worthy You are worthy of diva status. Um, and also, what did she say? She says, we are afraid to fall in, to in our community. So many of us bury our heads in the sand when it comes to finances. And, yes, I learned the saying that in college, put it in a book or we'll never see it.
0: All right, and with
4: that. Amen.
1: Yes, and with that. Again, I just want to thank all my listeners. Remember, you're listening to The Universal Mind with Roderick Watkins. And join
2: us next week.
0: You've been listening to The Universal Mind with Roderick Watkins, live on LiveMouth Radio. We want to thank all of our listeners, as well as our sponsors, Digimo Printing of Starbridge as well as Fletcher & Sons Auto 2 Repair in Jonesboro. Feel free to follow us at com and we'll be on air again tomorrow night for The Bare Truth, Love, Life, Sex, and Flowers with Jazzy Jones, Wednesday night in the studio with Sonny, Thursday night, Night Talk Live with J.L. King. Thanks for listening, and everyone have a great evening.